Well, happy Father's Day to anyone out there who is celebrating, to anyone out there who loves their dad, or to anyone who loves someone who's like a father to them. And for anyone who longs for peace and unity in our world, well, so sad. I guess that is apparently what Jesus did not come to bring, a sword instead. And if you aren't willing to drop everything, leave your family, leave your plans behind in order to follow Jesus to carry the cross, well, I guess... We might as well just stay at home a little while longer. Thanks be to God. What a gospel passage and of this for this weekend of all weekends. <sighs> Jesus. Needless to say, this passage has so much to unpack. And I'm not sure we're going to be able to do it all in the next 10 minutes or so. But for as long ago as Jesus first said these words, they could have been spoken yesterday for how much we need to hear these words today in our lives. So let's dive in to the best of our ability. But first, you have to check your connection. I don't know about you, but at least in the Lorbeck house these last three months, as we have been at home trying to stay connected to school and to work and to one another through our technology, through the computer or tablet or phone, and all of these software programs like Zoom and GoToMeeting and, and, and Meet and a bazillion different apps that I never even knew existed before all of this, I don't know about you, but this is what happens in our household when I am trying to log on and stay on to one of those platforms. This bar comes across the screen and it says this, your internet connection is unstable. Thanks for telling me that, because I really didn't know that by like the picture, the video keep on keeping like going on and off, and the audio cutting in and out so that people sound like this. It has been an annoying part of every day for sure, especially when everyone's at home and everyone is trying to utilize that same internet connection for much of the day. And I am reminded that I need to depend on that which has the power to keep me connected. And sometimes, sometimes what keeps me connected is that internet connection. And sometimes what keeps me connected is the interdependence I have on the people around me. There was this dad I once had a chance to meet and, and kind of get to know for a while. And he had a couple of kids, and he was just like the best dad. You, you could just like tell that every time you saw him interacting with his kids. He was fun and playful, and he was the kind of dad who was just always there, always at everything his kids were involved in, every like sport event, every music event, everything at school. 
And he was the kind of person that once you got to hear how he talked with his kids, he sort of had this way of just kind of passing on life's wisdom, things that he had picked up to his kids. And it was always really amazing. It was the kind of thing that when you looked at him, you just knew that he was meant to be a dad. And one day when I was talking with him, we got into a conversation about his kids and and some of the stories. And he shared with me about how before his oldest was born, he actually didn't want to have children. He knew his wife wanted to have a few kids, but he was terrified because he had never really spent any time around kids growing up. He didn't know the first thing about babies. He didn't know how to take care of a child, what to do, what to say. He wasn't so sure if they would be able to have enough to provide for a child as they were young in their marriage. And so there were all of these fears that he had. And then all of a sudden he got the news from his wife that she was expecting. And suddenly he was on this path. And he said once his son came along, he learned how to change a diaper. He learned what to do. He learned how to listen to every cry and every way that that child was trying to communicate their needs to his dad. And he said, as time went on, as the little baby grew, this personality came out, so then it kind of started to be more and more fun. And then along came a second child, and then a third child, and then you get to the point where it's not so hard, because you've done it before. You know what to do. And even though every child is different and has their own personality, you know how to listen to and you know how to respond to help them get their basic needs met. And then he started talking about how he realized that before he had kids, he was so afraid by all of those things about himself. He was afraid about how he would be as a dad. He was afraid about whether or not he would be able to like have enough money to like support a family. He was afraid about whether or not he could do the things he needed to do in order to take care of this little one. And now, now the things that he worries about aren't, aren't about himself, they're about his children. What he worries about now is whether or not his children will grow up knowing how much they are loved. Whether or not his children will grow up learning all that they need to know in order to help take care of themselves. Especially when the time comes and he's not around anymore. Those are the things that he worries about now. He shared then that before kids, he didn't realize that he would have been able to do all of those things. And after having kids, he realized how much these children have changed his life. Because he's realized that he needs them 
just as much as they need him. Sometimes that which keeps us connected is realizing our, our interdependence upon one another. And for sure, what keeps us connected is always our dependence upon God. Which brings us to our gospel passage for today. It's from chapter 10 in Matthew's gospel. And as you heard last week, it is the very beginning of chapter 10. It starts with Jesus sending his disciples out with this really important mission. To be able to have the power to cast out unclean spirits. The demons, everything that is not good, that is harmful in the world. And they are given the ability to cure every disease and illness and proclaim the good news that the kingdom of God has come near. If only we too had this kind of power and authority that we could do the same thing, hey? That if we could cast out the demons in our world, that if we could cast out the things that are unclean, unhealthy, that we could cast out hatred and violence, that we could cast out things that harm and hurt and that separate us from one another. And if we could be the ones who could help make healing a reality in people's lives whether physically or emotionally or socially or spiritually. If we could be the ones who could speak that word to help people know that they're not alone, to help people know that they have a place where they belong, to help people know that they are being listened to, and to help be a part of what happens next, of how it is that we can work together to make a difference for something good. Wouldn't it be nice if we had the power that Jesus gave those first disciples? Wouldn't it be nice if we had the power to cast out every disease, cure the coronavirus, to cure every disease that so afflicts families and causes so much suffering, every disease that we have a name for, wouldn't it be so amazing? (sighs) Jesus goes on, though, with all of these instructions to the disciples about what they're to take with them or what they are not to take with them, pretty much everything, no extra money, no extra bag, no extra clothes, they are to go depending on God to care for them. And depending on the hospitality of the strangers that they will meet along the way. That is an incredible dependence on God and on one another, isn't it? And to be honest, I'm not used to that. I... I want to do it all myself. I want to make sure that I have everything that I need. I want to make sure that I'm prepared. I want to make sure that if I say yes to something, I have what it takes to do it. And so these words, this passage today is so incredibly challenging for me to be able to know what to do with. Jesus tries to prepare them, though, for all of these realities that they will face. 
as his followers, they will not always be liked. They will not always be liked when they try to bring light to things that others want kept in the darkness. When they try to uncover things that should be talked about, that should not be kept secret anymore. When they speak to the the elephant that is in the room. Jesus goes on to say, Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Those are profound words for us to hear right now. How can we not be afraid? How can our brothers and sisters of color not be afraid? And yet Jesus goes on to say that though others may take our life, they cannot take our soul. They cannot take our spirit, the very essence of who we are. And while those words, I think, are meant to give us hope in that God, in the end, has power over death, over everything that seeks to separate us, over every evil, they are still really hard words to hear right now in the moment. Because, of course, it raises in our minds that question, that age-old question that we've all been asking And we don't really have a good understanding. We don't have a good answer for why does bad happen in the first place? Why does suffering have to happen? Why do people experience so much pain and hardship in their lives? And I, too, don't really have a good answer to say other than... I don't believe that it's God who inflicts or causes any of those things to happen. I believe that sometimes there are things and forces and systems that are are beyond God, that are human, that have become a part of our world. That is what causes that pain and that suffering. And so here in this passage, as we hear these words of Jesus, we also have to remember and to see what he also says through these words. He goes on to talk about how a little sparrow, about how God notices even such a small bird of the air such as it. He goes on to talk about how we have this God who knows every hair of our heads, every twirl, every curl. We have a God who knows us and loves us deeply. And all throughout this passage, notice how often we hear from Jesus, do not be afraid, have no fear, do not fear. And even in the midst of all of these hard things that Jesus tries to prepare us because he knows that they could be a reality and that for many people they will be a reality. He tries to speak these words of hope to remind us that we're not alone in every step that we take. We're not alone every day that we walk. And that surely... Even in the midst of every pain, every hardship, everything that is not right in this life, we are not alone. And that God ultimately has the final word. But I think 
Jesus also goes on to say one more thing. It's not just about the end when the kingdom of God comes and God is able to restore and reconcile and make right everything that we have done so poorly of in this world. For every time we have hurt our neighbor, for every time we have judged, for every time we have, have hurt or harmed or killed. I think Jesus also tries to remind us to hold on to this proclamation to not be afraid, which of course is way easier said than done. But maybe this is where we have to check our connection to make sure that we are connected to the one who loves us, who cares for us, who protects us, who just wants the best for us, and who knows every hair on our heads. Notice how often Jesus speaks those words in this passage. Do not be afraid. And that's what we have to remember. We have to hear Jesus' words here of how much we are loved, of how much we are valued, of how much we are needed. And the road ahead isn't going to be easy. There are going to be days when we will be up against people who think differently than us. There will, be, uh, we, there will be days when we will be faced with conflict. There will be days in which we're not sure what to do or what to say or how to go forward or how to make things better. There will be days when we will want to do things our own way and not depend on God. And there will be days when we miss altogether this good news that Jesus is trying to say to us. There will be days in which we can't follow Jesus very well, well, in which we will deny even knowing Jesus. There will be days when we forget to live a life of anticipation of what it looks like when the kingdom comes close of when the kingdom is at hand because we will be so consumed by our worries and our fears of all of these things. But maybe this is where we need to check our connection to make sure that we are still connected to the one who loves us, who cares for us, who just wants the best for us, who knows every hair on our heads who grieves with us when we grieve, and who rejoices with us when we rejoice, who wants us more than anything to know that we are loved, that we are valued and important, and that we are needed, that we are needed right here, right now, to help bring this kingdom of God, this vision that God has for the kingdom, a little bit closer to the reality in God's mind. It's not going to be easy. There is going to be a lot of days when it is challenging work, where we're not sure what to do or what to say, where we will have to depend on God and one another instead of just ourselves. But where we will be blessed with this promise of what it looks like 
when we are the body of Christ. We will be blessed because we will realize what a gift it is to be interdependent upon one another because it will make our signal so much stronger and it will be, make our connection to God so much richer. So whatever it is that you fear this day, whatever it is that you're not sure whether or not you have what it takes to say yes to what Jesus asks you to do, hear again all of these words that Jesus speaks to us. Do not be afraid. You are of more value than the sparrows. You are loved by a God who knows every hair on your head, who knows every pigment in your skin. You are needed and important to this work of helping make the kingdom of God a little closer to reality. So have no fear and trust the interdependence that we all have on one another and to this God who connects us all. Amen.